Gaming Uncensored is brought to you by Colonel Duff. Duff, helping a random handicapped guy in the middle of nowhere. Only on Gaming Uncensored. Controlling transmission. Divided by a thousand miles of barren wasteland, two men mysteriously linked by alien technology on a podcasting mission to boldly deliver video game news and views directly to your brain. This is Gaming Uncensored. Now, your gaming uncensored guides, the dynamic duo, the video game gurus, yeah, okay. a man on wheels, and a yeti with a modem, Jamie and Tommy. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. How you doing? My name is Jamie Jordan, and this is a brand new episode of Gaming Uncensored, and uh, we need a do-over. <laughs> And of course, Tommy's sitting over there. What's up, man? Not, not much. I'm I'm just enjoying the shades, man. I, you know what? I got a story about things. We'll get to that in a minute. But what's on the show this week? We uh, we've we've got a lot because we have been off for a month, uh, not intentionally, but you know how those things work out sometimes. Yes. And so uh, we we are playing some catch up. So we're gonna talk a little bit. God of War. God of War is coming out in just a couple of weeks. Uh, but more. I think, interestingly, a discussion around where we are currently with current-gen games and performance issues, and, and there's a little bit of that with God of War, there's a little bit of that with Gotham Knights, which has its own other issues. Right. <laughs> we'll talk about a little bit. Uh, there is new Silent Hill announcements, which is fun. Yes. There's new uh, Resident Evil 4 remake trailer out, which is fun. There is yep. a new Meta Quest headset. There is new CD Projekt Red games coming. It's <laughs> just a lot. There are new movies and TV shows. We've got trailers for the Mario game and the Last of Us TV show since last we met. So, uh, new portable handheld. We Yeah, just lots of stuff to catch up on. So, uh, lots of good stuff that we're not going to get to. So, show notes at Gaming Uncensored. I will say we haven't been on the air for a month, and so I feel like we need to go a little bit long. He's right. We're not going to get to all of that, but we're, we're, we're going to get to a good chunk of it. So. Yeah, we will also at some point have a little girl in here to talk about her gaming that she's been doing, because uh, we we have been doing lots of gaming together as a family, the the three of us, the sexy sidekick as well, over the past uh, few weeks. So uh, we got to talk about that. That's good. Too. Yeah, that's real good, because I've done nothing. <laughs> so she can uh, sit in for me this for week. Sure. I, I, I've done nothing. Uh, trying to find games that work on this fabulous Mac studio that I'm recording on, which we love. It's fantastic. Uh, but trying to find games that work with that is not the most, uh, it, it's interesting. Like I, I, I downloaded the Witcher because the Witcher is a game that ran on my laptop does not run on the Mac studio. Hmm. Uh, so that it's, it's kind of fun. And so it's, <laughs> kind of been a little trial and error. I did get GeForce Now set up 
Good. yesterday. And so I've got that, uh, I've got that kind of working a little bit. I haven't had time to sit down and actually play anything, but, but it is, I've been running. I've, I've been in my house full time for two weeks and I'm just now getting to the point where it's like, okay, it's time to get some stuff set up and some kinks worked out and that kind of stuff. So that's where we're at. I'm glad Jeremy's going to be here to talk about games because I've played about 20 minutes of uh, Life is Strange 2, and that's about it. Yeah, that's, uh, so. that's fair. Let me, uh, let me uh, uh, quickly uh, shout out the Patreon guys here. and I've, I've got a little bit I want to uh, add on to that with you having GeForce Now running to talk about there. So for that, thank you, Patreon guys, who help us pay for things like GeForce Now. We uh, we love you yes. and appreciate that uh, immensely. Uh, Cabot, Jose, Narc, Duff, Josh, Hector, Spider, Spencer, Kavash, Chad, Zeke, Chris, Brigham, Sam, Andrew, and Week. Thank you all. If you want to support the show, you can become a patron by going to gaminguncensored.com. Click that become a patron link uh, there at the top and uh, help us pay for stuff so we can talk to you about stuff uh, as yes. we're about to. So <laughs> uh, the other thing I've played aside from what I've been playing uh, with uh, Genevieve and the sexy sidekick uh, is a lot of uh, uh, cyberpunk, uh, which I am officially at this point just in love with that game I, I it is to a point now with the latest update it's still buggy as all get out like it's never going to not be buggy uh it is a forever buggy game and so those little like immersion breaking things that happen where like suddenly somebody's just like walking through a car or something like that those things happen just constantly in the game and it's obnoxious but once you kind of buy into that's just what you're going to get the game itself is is pretty fabulous and 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 I've, I've been enjoying it and so i bring this up for two reasons one is to tell you to go play it on geforce now and then the other is to tell you why you might want to not play it on geforce now uh it, it is a a great game on geforce now and with like the netrunner build which is the you know the the approach that both of us would take i am taking i'm i'm pretty far along at this point in the game and so i've got everything kind of maxed out on the the netrunner side of things i almost never fire a weapon uh i can i can eliminate like almost every enemy and every encounter with uh, stealth and camera hacking and uh using quick hacks and and that kind of stuff and so it, it is uh, a lot of fun to play as that, which I, to me, the game is made to be built or to be played in that way, to be played as a net runner thing. I do wish it had a little bit more of the kind of uh, uh, cybernetic abilities or the, the different hacks that you can do as a net runner. Um, but it's really fun to play that way. And it's not twitchy when you play it that way, which is really right. nice. And so you're yeah. able to, to navigate, which playing on something like GeForce now, while not having tons of latency, especially on a gigabit connection, it still has its little bit. And so you just want to be aware of that. But I'm actually not playing it on GeForce now anymore. Uh, in part yeah. because I was playing it on the Switch Deck a little, or the Switch Deck. <laughs> <laughs> Go make that mistake a lot, I imagine. The Steam Deck uh -huh. <laughs> a little bit. But I'm actually now almost uh, uh, exclusively playing it locally on my PC, which is not something I anticipated doing with this what? game. But it actually runs great 
and looks great. And and let me tell you why it runs great and looks great. Uh, it's not because I've done anything to my PC, so I'm still running it on a 1080, which at this point is like an archaic card, it feels like, and my, you know, okay processor. But like I, my PC is definitely not anything to write home about at this point. It was great six years ago or whenever we built these things, but at this point, you know. But they have really improved just the kind of uh, uh, efficiency of the game running and so just running it natively now versus two years ago is like night and day difference because i did i installed it right when it came out and played it a little bit locally on my pc and i did a comparison between that and geforce now and it's like okay there's no comparison but that has improved a ton that the game just runs better at this point even on my old hardware and the mod world has really exploded especially with this latest update that they put out their mod tool so the official mod tool is now available to the public uh and there are a handful of uh mods out there uh that you can uh pick up for visual enhancement stuff and and so all of that's all well and good um but the one that i really like i'm trying to remember what the uh name of it is uh but it 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 essentially uh mimics the the dlsr dsl whatever the dlss uh, is yeah dlss there we go for, yeah. uh that my card can't do it's not rated for but they've essentially made a mod that does the same thing that that you know uh allocates resources uh, but you know just this dynamic resolution and, and all the kind of stuff that goes along with it that i'm getting dlss performance on my 1080 and it's still not as pretty as geforce now obviously because like i don't have ray tracing but my screen is a higher resolution than what right. uh, geforce now does so i have better resolution locally than i did on geforce now even though i don't have ray tracing and, and some of that kind of stuff and honestly like it is such a marginal difference uh appearance wise at this point that i'm like i'm just gonna play it locally because it runs great it looks great i've got everything set to the high settings on all my graphic stuff it's not like i'm compromising on anything other than ray tracing that's the only only thing I'm missing out on. And most importantly, I can use mods, uh, which is yeah. the big downfall uh, of playing on GeForce now that you you don't have a static system, so you can't use mods on it. And so being able to play with mods. Now, to be fair, there's not that many great mods out there for it. There, there's a couple of handy ones. Like there's a really good one for the like quick travel uh, map that is a big improvement over the the, the vanilla quick travel map. But uh, you know, a handful of interesting mods. But just the fact that I can run it locally and it looks great on my six-year-old PC, I'm pretty thrilled with. So I, I love that we open with this because we love GeForce now and we, we love the fact that we have it. And and we love that we're on the founder's price, so it costs us nothing every yes. year to have it. But like I I fired it up for twenty minutes, and I'm like, you know, this is really cool. And if I if I have to, like, if Tommy doesn't come for Christmas or whatever, and my PC does not get moved to my house when when you are here. Then okay, yeah, I'll play on GeForce now, but it's not really how I want to play games. Sure. And it might be different if we coughed up the the two hundred bucks a year. Yeah, uh, it, it might be different. And that's me saying that with a gigabit connection. It's just not really the way I want to play games. Yep. Um, 
And, and I, that sounds bad because when you say that logically, then you think, well, why are you paying for that? Because it's a great backup. Yeah. It's a, it's a great secondary way to play games. And like you said, because we got in on the, the founder's price, it's not terribly expensive. I did go through a moment because the resolution thing was just kind of bothering me a little bit. I'm like, ah, oh, just, I have this screen that could do a higher resolution. I'm locked at 1080p, you know, on this. Yeah. And I kind of thought, I was like, that's way too expensive, which is kind of what pushed me to, because running it on the Steam Deck, playing Cyberpunk on the Steam Deck, which obviously doesn't look nearly as good on the Steam Deck as it does, you know, running locally on my PC or running off GeForce now, but it still looks good. Again, I've talked about it on our last show. How right. surprised I was with how good it looks. I was like, if it can look this good on the Steam Deck at this point, like surely it looks better on the PC than it did two years ago. And sure enough, it, it absolutely does. And so uh, I'm pretty thrilled with that. And all that to say, like if you are looking for something to play, even sans mods, because like I said, there's just not a ton of like really great mods out there for it at this point. I mean, I'm sure you can find some quality of life things that are nice, but there's nothing that's like revolutionized. It's not like a Bethesda game, right? It's not that level of modding uh, around this game. If you can play it uh, on GeForce Now, you know, sitting right there, like run it for a while, just get a feel for it and, and play around with it. You're going to fall in love with the game because it's right yeah. up our alley. The feel, the story, like once you really get into the story, it's super cool. The amount of lines that Keanu Reeves has in that game is insane. Like he is a constant character. Like he has the second most he's, lines. He's, he's basically doing the fight club thing. I mean, yeah. that, that's basically what it is. It's a hundred percent. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, the, the player character V, you know, has the most lines, but but uh, uh, Johnny Silverhand is by far the the next most prominent character in that game. I I you know even when you know like they told us that he has a prominent role in this game, you still don't get a sense for like how prominent he is. You know, like it's this split personality thing. He is the other half of your personality, and so he's just constantly there and he's amazing like it's just so good and ridiculous and awesome and just if the game had come out and hadn't have been as buggy of a mess as it was when it came out it would have been such a big deal like it's so disappointing you know two years later to be playing it and go like oh all that could have been with this game okay, it's still so really really great two things on that I'm glad that you're saying all the stuff that you're saying because I feel like that it's finally time for me to pick it up. And of course you got discounts and, and you can get it for a reasonable price yeah, now. Sure. So I, I feel like I've waited the appropriate amount of time to pick it up and need to pick it up. What, what blows my mind about what you are saying is one of the stories that we have in the show notes, which, which we can jump into if you want to, but it talks yeah, just, about all of the games that CD projects, has coming up and and so we want to launch into that let's do that because yeah. I, i've got a couple of things because of this story i'm looking at going eh, i don't know um, <laughs> so yeah uh cd project what they they uh announced what their long-term product outlook is which is uh, a uh, a new Witcher game, a new Witcher trilogy. <laughs> so a uh, lot of new Witcher coming. Uh, the Phantom Liberty uh, expansion to Cyberpunk, which I'm legit excited about now, and a new Cyberpunk game coming. 
And then oh, a new wow. IP okay. that they haven't, you know, even announced anything. It has a code name Hadar, which is uh, all we know about it. But something brand new from CD Projekt Red. So at least four or five new Witcher games, a new Cyberpunk plus the expansion, which is already, you know, like that's coming soon. Uh, and then this new IP. So CD Projekt Red not slowing down. So here's my issue with this story. And you tell me you feel the same way. Everything that you just said about cyberpunk is true. Cyberpunk, if it had come out and been put together the way they wanted it to be put together and the way that we wanted it to be put together, might have been the best game ever made. I mean, that that's a huge stretch. That's a Jamie Jordan overstatement. But it's one of those games that you know, top 10 all time if they had done everything right, correct? So that didn't happen. And so if I were CD Projekt Red, the last thing I would do is put this story out and say, we have all of these games coming. Like I read, I skimmed over that before the show and I was like, okay, guys, um, you made a huge deal out of Cyberpunk and it didn't live up to it. And now we're two years later and we're just now at the point where we can play it and enjoy it and are really into it. And now you're telling me you've got all this other content, all this other stuff coming. If I were them, I would pick one game uh, or one franchise, and you've been saying for two years that it needs to be The Witcher. They they need to get back to that. I would say, hey, we have a game coming. I wouldn't tell anybody about any of the rest of this stuff <laughs> because of what happened with Cyberpunk. Like you've essentially got to rebuild your rep at this point if you are CD Projekt Red. And so when I saw this story. In the show notes, my initial thought was this is a huge mistake. Huge. Yes, but here's my here's my pushback on why it's genius, because I do think it's genius. <laughs> it's exactly the right move for them. The yes, but is that right now, like over the last month, cyberpunk has become a huge deal. Like it yeah. went two years of being this kind of fledgling, like we're trying to catch traction thing. And I feel like cool because I'm never ahead of the curve on anything and I was like a month ahead of the curve when I picked yeah. up Cyberpunk again and then it blew up but it blew up in part in large part because of the Netflix series right and, and like they also have the Witcher Netflix series like Cyberpunk has done or excuse me CD Projekt Red has done really well with figuring out how to translate these IPs into have, have you watched that because I haven't touched it I have uh, I did I watched through uh, which yeah. let me be uh, candid and just say because it, it's an anime series which is different right. than, than uh, the Witcher which is a live action series I I'm just not big on anime. Like I want to be right. like, I feel like I'm, I'm handing over some of my nerd credentials by saying I'm just not big on anime. Like I tried when I was young and like my friends yeah, were into we it. Both watched, did. You know, my, my yeah. bit of anime when I was growing up, but it never stuck. And I was really excited about edge runners. It is really good. Like, let me, let me preface by saying like, even if you don't like anime, you should go watch it because I enjoyed it and I don't really care for anime, but I still have a hard time. Like just with, 
the anime style. Like it's just not my thing per se. And so I didn't love it as much as other people loved it, but I still enjoyed it. But I saw like Hideo Kojima is saying that it's like one of the best things he's ever watched, you know, like it's really good. Uh, and what they've done brilliantly well is tied it in with the game. Like I didn't even realize this, like I was just playing the game before I watched the series and I just like stumbled across something in the world that I went and checked out. And it was essentially the opening to the, the Netflix series. And like, it was an anime style, which obviously now the game is an anime oh. style. So first of all, I was like, what in the world is happening here before it kind of clicked, you know, that this was trying to connect what's happening in, in the game with what's happening in the anime. The anime happens like 50 years prior or something to, to the events of, of, uh, cyberpunk, uh, 2077. So maybe not quite that long, but a while before it's, it's a prequel, uh, for that. And so it was like fascinating and cool. And like V in the game is like, what is this? It's a cyber psycho that you like watch, like, you know, this whole story unfold about. And I was like, that's brilliant. And it's they've done such a good job in both the anime and in the game because they're separate stories of just making sure that you know that they're related to each other, of mentioning characters one way or the other, of making sure that you see locations and that kind of stuff between them, that it really feels like this this like single universe, even though stylistically they're vastly different. Like they did a really great job of that. And so I would suggest going out and watching the anime, even if it's not your thing. And it's a good chance it'll get you to want to pick up cyberpunk because you want to live in that world because that world is fascinating. Well, I, I, I I'm, I'm excited that you're excited about this because <laughs> I, let me go back though. Cause I did finish making my point that you just made me think about it, the fact that I started making a point and, and it didn't finish. Uh, why I think this particular like timing of, uh, of announcing all of these projects that's happening, including obviously the cyberpunk uh, uh, DLC, which, you know, that's, you, you got to talk about it. If you're putting it out, we know they've been putting it out for a long time, but this is the peak of cyberpunk. Like cyberpunk is not going to uh, ever perform again. Like it has been over the last month. Like this is when it is hottest uh, in part because they put out this big update that fixed a lot of issues and just made the game run better. And because they have this Netflix series that a lot of people are seeing. And so you get that cyberpunk interest back. And so by saying we've got a Witcher game because that's our franchise, well, we got a bunch of Witcher games, a whole new trilogy plus some like, okay, maybe it's a little too much Witcher, but we're talking like, there's no release date. So they had this stuff, obviously we're no. talking like next 15 and 20 years of, of games from CD project here. Uh, but also say, Hey, we've got another cyberpunk game in the works right now is the point at which people are going to be most excited about that. If you would have told us that a year ago, when we were still in the kind of like cyberpunk was a massive disappointment. Everybody's going, Oh, why are you putting out another one of those? That game was kind of meh. But now because it's, just killing it on Steam, like, you know, constantly setting records for its highest, like, engagement on Steam, whatever. That's the point to do it. That's the point to say, hey, get excited about this game coming because in a year from now, it's not going to be exciting either. Like, this is right. the moment to do that. So, if you haven't listened to the show before, and we do have new people listening to the show, and I'll explain that in a minute. Um, but, Tommy is really, really excited right now. Like this, he's really pumped right now. This is really pumped, Tommy. This is what it looks like. 
Yeah, okay. about as much as it gets, but yes. <laughs> and and this, this is this is what makes me happy because I have this massive screen that I'm sitting in front of. And, and I like the screen and it's been cool with this Mac because of productivity and you gotta, you got all the screen and it, it looks fabulous. And I got like 80 tabs open and <laughs> like, it's amazing, but I bought it to play games, right? Yeah. And. Life is Strange 2 doesn't take advantage of it because <laughs> there, there's no wide, uh, there's no wide resolution for Life is Strange 2. Uh, nothing on GeForce Now takes advantage of it because I'm, I'm on the 1080 tier. Right. So like that, so basically I've got the screen that I bought to play games and I, I can't play games and now, now you're like totally geeking out and all I want to do I want to I want to play three things I want to play Fallout I want to play Skyrim and I want to play Cyberpunk <laughs> that's it yeah. like that's what I bought the screen for yeah. right like that's what that's the whole purpose is those three titles um and, and, and with you being this excited now, I'm getting excited. Like I'm, I'm looking at my watch going, okay, how long do we have before he gets here? And how do I get my system over here? Like it's going to be a massive mess. Yeah. Unplugging that thing to the point that I would almost rather just buy a new system. <laughs> like, right. I would almost rather just have you put together a new rig <laughs> and bring it with you. Uh, and the only reason I haven't told you to do that is because I'm sitting in my house uh, and everything is great, but uh, I've been in the process this week of trying to figure out what's wrong with my clothes dryer Dude. And got the dryer vent cleaned out, and that was horrible. And I was like, okay, that probably fixed my problem. Well, it didn't. Like, my dryer is not working. And so now I'm like, crap, do I have to buy a clothes dryer? Because if I have to buy a clothes dryer, I can't spend three grand on a new system, you know? Because I'm adulting now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a blast, isn't it? That adult yeah, thing. It, it's. <laughs> Just amazing. And so I really, I really do. I just, I want to tell you to build a new ring and bring it with you because I don't want to move that mess that is in my house. I don't want to do it. I know you don't want to do it. Um, I really want to tell you to build a ring. And this is the point in the show where we say, we need your money because we need new computers and be. we need your money. So if you want to participate in this show, come be a Patreon. We will take your money. It will get used for gaming stuff and not washing machines and dryers. <laughs> I swear it will not happen. I need to build a new system. He needs to build a new system. We need money. And, 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 and I, I will say everything that you just said, and I'm glad you said it, is the reason that we build these systems. 
Like, I am glad to hear that Cyberpunk runs as well on your system as it does, because if that's the case, I ain't playing it on GeForce now. Yeah. I'm just not. Sorry, not going to do it. Um, that's why we build. So, with that said, we do have new people listening to this show. And I want to mention one in particular because I don't know if you if you listened to any of the stuff uh, last week while I was out doing the 50th anniversary of the radio station. Yes. But the entire thing was anchored by the voice of KWTS. She did all of the interviews. Her name is Danny Brownlow. And she has, I got to show you her website because she has the coolest logo I've ever seen in my life. And she is a voiceover artist. And she took the DB that you and I both love for the decibel level on things and turned it into a logo. Nice. And so now (laughs) she's like my favorite person. Nice. And she is trying to make a career in being a voiceover person and doing that stuff for voiceovers because she has one of those voices, you know, that can just do anything. And so, of course, me being me, I give Danny this show and I say, listen to this and tell me if it sucks. We need to know if it sucks because we've been doing it 17 years. I don't know if you heard my, my bit of the, of the stuff with four other people, including Manny Harmel, Aaron yeah, Rizzo, yeah. everybody else. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah. But, uh, that there was some conversation about how you and I have the longest running KWTS <laughs> Special show out there, which yeah. made me smile. I, um, I would imagine in the history of, of the radio station. I can't imagine that anybody else has kept something going as long as we have. Right, right. And <laughs> and Danny thought that was cool. And so I handed her the website. I said, listen to this and let me know what you think. And she came back and she said, that's how you run a podcast. I cannot believe you guys asked for segments. I, I've never heard a podcast do that. That's the coolest thing. That's the way you build an audience. She said, I love this. She said, I will, I will do voiceover work for you guys. And so we, we've got to come up with stuff for her nice. to do because yeah. she is off, she has offered to do some stuff for us, which I'm really excited about. Uh, and, and maybe we'll sound better than we do now. <laughs> Because there's a lot of things, you know, we we were taught well and, and have learned to do over time and all that kind of stuff. Our voices are not it. We, do, no. we are not the voiceover guys. <laughs> no, we are not. We are we, not. We are uh, uh, well aware of that. She she loves the she loves the show. And the only the only comment that she had, and she was very kind about it, was that my audio needed a little work. And I said, what you mean is my office sounds like a cavern. Yeah. And she was like, well, yeah. <laughs> and I said, yeah, we're working on it. So, Danny, I know you're out there. I know you're listening. We're glad to have you aboard. 
and we will put you to work. Don't that's, worry. That's right. Uh, I, I'm glad that you got to do that. That was a very cool thing. Uh, and you mentioned in there uh, about segments. We, we've got segments. It's been a while since we were doing segments on a regular basis, but we're getting back into it. And so we're putting the call out for segments. Send us segments. We want to hear from you guys uh, and we will play them and we will talk about them. And we've got a good example here. We've got one waiting in the queue from uh, one of our oldest listeners and contributors to the show, uh, which is uh, not oldest in age, but has <laughs> been lo- listening to the show longer than anybody else. This one is probably the oldest in age, right? Like Chad's the oldest yeah. person that listens to the show. <laughs> so this week's segment is, is the I, I, oldest I, listener we have. <laughs> actually, let, let's be real honest. I'm, I'm really surprised at this point that Chad is not dead. Like, like, <laughs> he, he's that old, and he's not that much older than us no he's uh, not but we're but, old but, and he's yeah. older so uh yeah that that makes him uh the oldest listener we have i bet <laughs> uh so that said we got we got a quick segment here from chad which is interesting it's going to tie into to some of the conversation we're gonna have later with the last of us uh but we'll uh we'll do that so uh, without further ado here is chad hey guys since uh you're not doing round tables anymore i guess i gotta call in and leave messages in my uh uh, Chad here, of course, and I was just thinking when uh, you guys talked about uh, The Last of Us Part 1 remake was that when I very first started listening to you guys, and my very first call-in was about The Last of Us 1 original, and it was based upon uh, Tommy's assertion that Joel was the bad guy, you know, when he killed all those innocent people, so on, or innocent-ish people, so on and so forth. What would you do? And my point of view was and still is I'm a father of three daughters and that I would burn everyone alive if it meant keeping them safe. My question, Tommy, is now, many years later, as a father of a daughter yourself, what has your opinion changed? So, yeah, uh, <laughs> it is. It is a valid point. Uh, and and uh, what, what Chad is talking about there, of course, as he alluded to, is when uh, the first Last of Us game uh, came out. Uh, I talked about how at the end of that game, like I wanted the choice to be able to be able to sacrifice Ellie. Right. That, that right. like yeah. th- theoretically you could get a cure. Whether or not that was actually possible, you know, it's a whole question around everything else. But the fact that the game didn't give you a choice uh, that you you had to play it out in this way, um, you know, was was a topic of conversation in in the lens of it being a phenomenal game, one of the best games ever, all that kind of stuff. We believe that then, we believe that now, and so no no argument on that side of things. But it was an interesting conversation, and and like Chad said, one of the things that got him engaged with sending us content and all that kind of stuff was talking about this. As now having a daughter, which I didn't have at the time, absolutely 100%, uh, you know, uh, it, it changes your your perspective on things like that. And there is zero way, uh, you know, that like I, I would ever like do anything that would fall harm on my daughter. Uh, and, and so, yes, 100% in that uh, in that lens of things. I, uh, I get it. Uh, and and where he's coming from on it, I don't know that it changes my opinion that I would have liked to see that choice exist. But obviously, that choice didn't exist for a reason. Like, and and we've right. got a whole second game that's built upon that choice. 
like the the second game doesn't exist without that choice because it is like being spoilerish for The Last of Us Part Two, which everybody at this point has played which, or doesn't. By the way, play. we really need to finish. We I do need like, to finish that a hundred percent. But the but the whole premise of the the Last of Us Part Two is like the dude that you kill in The Last of Us Part One has a daughter. And she's pissed that you killed her dad, you know, or that Joel killed her dad or, you know, like it, it's this, you know, just like revenge on revenge kind of thing. And and it's like, I get that part of it too. Like, you know, like the other side of that, like, I also wouldn't want anything to happen to me for the sake of my daughter, you know, at this point or whatever. And so it, what is brilliant about what the, uh, the Last of Us did, what Naughty Dog did with that franchise is just making it where there's both like no way you can't relate to it and no way that you can find the right answer in it because it's super ridiculously complex and and all of that kind of stuff, which is the brilliance and the heartbreaking side of it all. But, uh, but to go back to his original point, uh, absolutely. Of course, uh, my perspective has changed having a daughter. So I have to say a couple things on that. First, we will have another round table at some point. We promise. We just don't know when. Uh, It's taken us a month to figure out when you and I could have time together. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's pretty insane. I I have to say, that's the thing uh, about having the new house, which is insane. And maybe you can speak on this as an adult. I have no time. Like, I have no time to do anything. Like, Jennifer is gone. Yeah, five hours out of the day, and then when she's here, we're doing stuff. And 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 if I am doing something entertainment-wise, it's something with her. We've been watching through Prison Break while she's here. Nice. It, like it's a very, it changes how you do things. And For so sure. I, I looked up when you sent me a message and said, "Hey, you want to do a show?" And I was like. Crap, I haven't played anything, I haven't done any, I haven't even had time to really like like even think about it. That's awful. I love I love this show. I love doing this, but as far as the stuff around it, I have been an awful, awful co-host. Um and 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 it's just the stuff that comes up when you have a house like a clothes dryer going out and crap. What do we do about that? Yep. Like that that's that's something that literally can take up an entire week. And so that's that thing, you know, I've been trying to do this since July and now I've been here two weeks and it, there's there's just so much time in it. But I swear to you, Chad, we will have the round table again on a regular basis. And and the benefit that I can tell you is that now I have a gigabit connection at my house. And what we really need to do is a roundtable uh, on the gigabit connection with everybody and actually put out some decent video content. That needs to happen. And it will. We just can't tell you when. <laughs> yes. 
but 100%. Uh, I also uh, have to I have to rag on Chad just a little bit. Uh, I, I'm wearing my hat, Astros hat today. I'm usually yes. wearing my Zelda hat, but we're, we're right in the middle of the baseball playoffs right now. Uh, I am currently watching uh, game five of the NLCS but yes. between the Padres and the Phillies, which is just about over, which is fascinating right now. Good game right down to the wire. You made so, me look because I got it on the side over here. <laughs> um, it was, yeah. yeah. Two yeah. outs left for the uh, the Padres to mount a comeback. They're down four to three at this moment. So just just thinking about Chad and, and the Braves uh, getting eliminated in the last round and just feeling bad for him. But he got the World so, Series last year, so you know, so good on Chad I, for that. So i i gotta i gotta I gotta bring this up while we're talking about it. One thing that I'm learning about having a, a woman in my house uh, that that is here on a regular basis. Is that it's really hard to watch sports that she does not like um, <laughs> while she's here. Like she loves football, she loves the Dallas Cowboys. But like I watched, uh, I watched the Astros game uh, yesterday. The the Astros game was on early, and so I put it on before she showed up. And when she came in, I was watching it. It's really hard to watch sports. When she's in the building, and I know you had that same problem yeah. with your wife, um, because like she's paid to, she's here to help me, but I don't want to be like rude and <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, I, I want it to be sort of fun, and so it's it's a very interesting kind of a thing. Like yeah. I have a I have a Golden State Warriors game waiting on me to find some time to watch it. And uh, that's this is where DVR comes in handy because yes. uh, sure. you don't you don't ever watch stuff when it's happening. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I the 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 Astros game still make it till the big screen until the World Series, and so uh, I'm yeah. looking forward to, to hopefully get some Astros <laughs> games on the big screen. Otherwise, I'm watching it on the medium screen or the small screen. Uh, I got lots of screen options. That's the good news. So yeah, it's got it. But it's on different screens. So the, the only thing you see, you're worse than me because you got two women. You you got you got one that wants to watch Disney and one to one that wants yeah. to watch HGTV. So I, I could get one of them a little bit into baseball. Uh, yeah. and, and that's not the sexy sidekick. She has zero interest in, in anything baseball. Genevieve, I could get a little bit interested in. Uh, and so she, yeah. she'll watch a little baseball with me now and then. But uh, and yeah. I I told her last night as I was watching the ass. Why are you watching this? I said, well, the Astros are Tommy's team. We do sports. And we'll end up doing 20 minutes on sports on the show tomorrow. So I have to watch this. But I do it. Sort of get an eye roll, you know, because it is a show prep. It's what we do. So, yeah. Uh, all that said, uh, we should talk about some other video mm -hmm. game stuff. We have talked about video games so far, which is good, but we got more to talk about. So uh, this first topic, again, it's going to be kind of through the lens of both God of War and Gotham Knights, one of which is going to be a game that uh, I will purchase the day that it releases in a week or so, whatever that is. I'll week give and you a half. one guess which game it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not Gotham Knights, because that one's already out, and it's not going to get purchased. Uh, so the, the, the discussion, though, here revolves around current gen technology and what we're taking advantage of. So God of War uh, Ragnarok uh, is people are playing it right now. Like uh, reviewers have copies of it. There's an embargo on what they can say. And so they can't talk about story or anything like that. So we don't have reviews of God of War Ragnarok right now, but 
they're going to be good. And you've, you've got that sense from what everybody's kind of saying who's been able to play it. But what they have been able to talk about are some of the other things around the game. And so one of that, one of those things is that this is a game that was built on the PlayStation 4, essentially imported to the PlayStation 5. And that apparently is obvious when you're playing the game that it it has performance uh, options. And so you can do up to 120 uh, frames per second has 4k. And so it's not like it's 1080, 30 frames per second or anything like that. Like you've got options. Which Gotham Knights is. Which Gotham Knights is longer than 30 frames per second, which is brutal. We'll get into that one here in a little bit, but God of War Ragnarok has a performance mode that'll get you 60 FPS or a high frame rate performance mode that will get you up to 120 uh, or a resolution focused high frame rate mode that can get you 4K and possibly up to, it says 40 frames per second locked. Let's see, you know, whatever it is. And so it's got visual fidelity options. It's going to be a pretty game, but it's still a game that's built on the PS4. And apparently that comes through in ways like loading, not screens, but gimmicks like wall crawls and that kind of things, you know, the little things. Which they did in the last game. Of course. And the last game was a PlayStation 4 game. And so you expect it in a PlayStation 4 game, but you don't have to do that in a PlayStation 5 game. But they designed the game so that it would run on the PlayStation 4. And so those things still exist. And so God of War Ragnarok, not truly a current-gen game, still built for the last generation. Gotham Knights which is like technically a current gen game. Like, does it have a, 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 a PlayStation four Xbox one version? I don't believe is <laughs> locked at 30 frames per second. You can't do higher frame rates with it, which they blame on uh, part of like some of the multiplayer stuff with cross platform and having to, one of the things and you can see this, we go by the show notes, gaming uncensored.com. Uh, one of the developers was saying essentially that the Xbox series S is the reason that they had to, to design, for the lowest common denominator not you know withstanding that there are tons of games that are on the series x and series s and playstation that do more than 30 frames per second like it's a bad argument but it's whatever that's their argument that they're making um we are two plus years into this console generation three years into well, two years into this console generation right uh just about uh and and we're still at the point where like we're not making current gen games. Like we can still count on one hand, the number of games out there that are really designed for this generation of games. And outside of ratchet and clank, what of them are like even noteworthy. Like it's just crazy to me that we're still not yet making games for a generation of consoles that we're two years into. But let me add to that. I have a 20 Hertz, 120 Hertz capable screen in my living room that I bought for this show for you and me to play games when you were here because I said, we need tech. You're going to be here a lot. And so I, I spent money and I bought this. I didn't spend a lot of money. I mean, I got a good deal on the TV, but, but I spent money and I bought this the screen that is 120 hertz capable and all of that. And it's a fabulous screen. I love the screen. It's why I want to watch sports on it so bad. <laughs> I've been I'm in my office watching sports because otherwise I'm not going to get to watch this later. Um, so 
I I bought that, and we haven't found a game like even Ratchet and Clank. We're clicking around like, okay, is this running at 120 hertz? How, <laughs> yeah. how do you tell? How do you know? I don't. It's not. It's not obvious. And and I say all of that to say, and I want to go since we had Chad on the show. I I, I want to bash Chad just a little bit because <laughs> uh, when 4K came out, Chad was like. Okay, you guys have got to get a 4K screen. It's a huge deal, big deal. Got to have it, right? I have a 4K screen. Yesterday, I'm watching the Astros game uh, in 1080p on YouTube TV, uh, and, and it looks fabulous. Okay, it looks great. I love the way it looks. And, that, of course, they have the thing that's like, Try the 4K upgrade for five bucks or whatever. And I'm like, I'm looking at that going, okay, how really realistically, how much better could it be? Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. And I know you agree with me here. Like, unless you put us in a room with a 1080p screen and a 4K screen, can we really tell what we're looking at? I don't think anybody can. And, I and really don't. To add to that, when you and I you kind of did this test with Ratchet and Clank, because that, again, is like the only game that really takes advantage of, of the the power but you still have to you can't get it all right so we you could either do the performance mode or the the right. resolution mode or whatever and we played with both and figured out that we would much rather have the higher frame rate than the higher resolution that yes. the frame rate for just gameplay and just feel matters way more than the resolution does a part of what you know like me talking about playing cyberpunk playing cyberpunk locally on my pc i'm getting between 45 and 60 frames per second pretty constantly playing it on geforce now you get a lot closer to to 60 frames per second uh but i get that resolution boost without compromising the frame rate and so at that point i like that balance but if I had to compromise the frame rate a lot more, I wouldn't do that. Like, that's the thing is that the frame rate really matters in that. So unless you can preserve the frame rate, the resolution doesn't matter nearly as much. And when you're talking about a game that is designed for the current generation of consoles, regardless of resolution, that caps at 30 frames per second. It's brutal. That's not to say you can't have a good game at 30 frames per second. Like you can absolutely right. still make today good games at 30 frames per second. Like it's not that you can't do that. Gotham Knights apparently has lots of other issues. <laughs> like just like there's people that like can, it. Can we can we be honest? Gotham Knights is a B game. Like yeah. it's a B game. It is. I'm sorry. I know you want your game to not be a B game, but it is. Yeah, it's uh, a okay. 69 currently. Uh, PS5 version 69 on Metacritic. Uh, just uh, get ahead of that. 68 on Xbox Series X, which usually games are a little bit like two or three points higher on on Xbox than on PlayStation. But either way, uh, sub 70 game, which is obviously not what anybody wanted, but at the same time, I think everybody kind of expected from Gotham Knights. That's neither here nor there for this conversation. But like just the fact that we're at this point in a console cycle where not only are we not taking full advantage of the hardware, we're not taking like hardly any advantage. Like the cap right. of what can be done, <laughs> you know, with uh, the hardware that we have is, is crazy because we just aren't using it to that potential 
for the big name games because the big name games have been cross-platform with the previous generation for all the reasons we could get to supply chain and not having access and all that kind of stuff, like all legit, but just still mind-boggling to me that that's what okay so i i have to bring this up because it's very interesting i i bought this mac studio because we're gearheads talked about that on the last show we love gear right and and our buddy uh jeff radio c3e going back to the first show (laughs) that designed our first website he calls me two weeks ago and says what's going on dude i hadn't talked to him in a while and I was like, bro, I got a house. And he was like, you, you what? <laughs> and so and so he shows up the other night to, to kind of look things over. Turns out he was two minutes from my house. Nice. Um, and, cool. and so he walks in and sees the, sees the studio and he was like, this thing is awesome. He also works in church. I don't know what it is about people working in church, but, but <laughs> we all jobs. work in churches, right? Like... Um, and, and so he was like, we have a max at the church, but I gotta be honest. The only thing it's good for is editing a AK video. And I said, I know that that's why I bought this one, because there's literally no difference unless you're editing a K video. I say all of that to say that. We have these fancy screens. We have these the, all this fancy hardware, and nobody can use any of it. Yeah, nobody. I'm like for crying out loud. I'm looking at TVs for my for my bedroom because um, I I can't believe I'm going to admit this, but I'm 43 years old and I've been going to bed at 10 o'clock every night, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like. Okay, I need a TV in here for like, you know, an hour or something. And so I'm looking at TVs for the bedroom and you can get a 4K 60 hertz screen for like 300 bucks, right? Like, and and I cannot justify getting a better screen than that for my bedroom. All of that to say, to go back to this discussion, I think we kind of have a problem because we have all this tech, we have all the screens, we have all this hardware, and none of it is being really used. Yes. I mean, for crying out loud, there are there are certain things that like 4K I look at and I'm like, okay, that's cool. But it's there's very little 4K content out there. If we're being real honest, there's very little 4K content out there. Yeah. And the one place we should be getting a ton of it, which, again, you could get 4K on just about every game that's coming out now. But to get it with the performance and everything else that we want from modern gaming still just isn't quite there. All that said, there's a a report, whether or not this is true, we don't know, not confirmed, but a report out there that AAA developers are currently getting uh, mid-gen upgrade dev kits for both the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X that like already looking forward to hardware upgrades for a console generation that doesn't feel like it's even really in earnest start. And maybe that's what it's going to take. Like maybe it's going to be that mid-series, mid-console cycle upgrade that finally pushes it to, okay, now we're in this generation that theoretically at that point we're looking at 4k at 60 frames per second on a regular basis and that kind of thing but that we're just getting to a point where when you're thinking about like 
developing for the weaker uh, hardware that the weaker hardware is the current iteration of the PlayStation 5 or the Series X, as opposed to still developing for PlayStation 4, which feels like it's finally maybe going away, but it's not gone yet. God of War game that comes out in a week and a half is still developed, you know, for a PlayStation 4 first and just... Yeah, it's just wild. It's it's so, the weirdest console generation of our lives. So we gotta move, but 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 this is really interesting. I just have to bring this up because if there is an upgrade coming, and I, I say if, right? If there is an upgrade coming, and if all of that is true, does does this not feel like it felt back in the day when we were kids when the PS1 came out? Like, or, or does, does it not sort of feel like the PS1? Because you had, back in the day, you had the N64, you had the Genesis, and then the PS1, and, it, and the PS1 was so cool because it had CDs, and you could yeah. do video, and like all, all this stuff. But it wasn't that markedly better than, than, than the, than the, the, the cart based systems. Yep. It was it just had a different format, and so it could do different things. I kind of feel like we're there again, where we're waiting for the PlayStation Two to come out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the PlayStation Two was the game changer. The yeah. PlayStation One was that weird thing in the middle that was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm glad I have one. Right. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, kind of so. I, I I I could see that that comparison, which the PlayStation One was revolutionary at the time, yes. as was the N sixty four. But they're two consoles that don't hold up great. Like they right. just they they did it like because they were the earliest part of that kind of three D technology. They just don't look the same as like sprite based SNES or or Genesis Genesis games or something like that. Do still like stand up pretty well. Uh, that's obviously not going to be the case here. These games are going to stay on fire, but yeah, well, Gotham Knights isn't. It's not a game no. anybody's coming back to in ten years, you know. Uh, but God of War probably will be, or you know, uh, any other of kind of recent games. And even back, you know, The Last of Us is going to be, and The Last of Us Part One now uh, is going to be, and 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 those are great. But there's just something that's still kind of missing and, from. Them. And let's let's be honest. Uh, the stuff that is being remade now is going to get remade again, and I can prove it to you. <laughs> the reason I can prove it to you is because everybody's doing it. I, I want to throw up in my mouth every time <laughs> I see the commercial for Quantum Leap on Peacock. Like, I just, I can't stand it. Like, I I really I want to watch it. I've 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 been so many times. I've been like close to kind of pulling the trigger. I love the original. I know you love the. Original. I, I do. It's one of the greatest shows Just ever amazing made. Amazing show. Like go back and watch the original. I, it, like if anything, it's making me want to go back and watch the original. And, yes. I yes. do. I do want to give it a try because I love the original so much. I uh, I, I get, but, you do it because every time <laughs> I see it, it makes me a little sick. Yeah. Like, no, that's it's fair. Scott Dacker is rolling over in his grave, but he ain't even dead yet. Is he still like making Star Trek stuff? Like, uh, what's Scott Dacker doing these days? I don't know what he's doing. He's still alive, but he's got to be rolling over in his grave somewhere. (laughs) I mean, because I just can't. 
that that's one of those things when I saw that it just broke me. I mean it, it was literally one of those things like the first time I saw the commercial, but I never say this. But I'm I'm gonna quote it verbatim because I saw the commercial and Jen was making dinner and and the commercial playing and I just said, Oh hell no <laughs> And she was like, What? And I'm like, have you ever seen Quantum Leap? And she's like, I have no clue what that is. <laughs> I think exactly. you've got to be kidding me. But that's how I feel. Like, how can you read? You can't do. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, speaking of remakes, because there's always those in the show, too. A uh, little bit of remake news for you. There is. You can go by the show notes. Give me the system.com. If you haven't seen this yet, if you're interested, you probably have seen this. But uh, there was a, a Resident Evil uh, kind of showcase event uh, that included new uh, video from the Resident Evil 4 remake, um, which uh, looks great. Like, if if you're going to make remake something, Resident Evil 4 feels like a good one of those things to remake. Good game. They've yes. had such great success with their remakes. It so needed help. It, it did. So, yeah, if you're going to remake something, yeah, do that. That's great. It looks great. And there was also, Konami did an event with a bunch of Silent Hill announcements that included three new games, quote unquote. Like, <laughs> so let me really quickly go through them. One of the things that they didn't uh, uh, talk about was the remake of Silent Hill 2, which is apparently still something that exists, but who knows. Uh, they, uh, they showed off Silent Hill Townfall, which is being done by Anna Perina, uh, which does a, a lot of games and, and has a, a pretty good track record of uh, doing good stuff. Uh, so right. we'll see. Uh, and then they're doing a an interactive show. I don't know what to call this thing. I don't know that they know what to call this thing yet uh, either. Uh, it's called Silent Hill Ascension. Uh, and it's being done by uh, Bad Robot, which is J.J. Abrams. Yep. So that at least makes it interesting. So it's going to be like, I I, I figure it's going to be like the uh, Black Mirror-like season that was the whole yeah. like, choose-your-own-adventure yeah. kind of thing, but with Silent Hill. I don't know what it is. And then a like, legit new Silent Hill game that's just right now called Silent Hill F, and there's a little teaser trailer with it, and it's... Fantastic and beautiful and a game that I'll never play, but I'm super interested in exists kind of thing. Um, and so horror game fans, Resident Evil 4 remake and a bunch of new Silent Hill stuff. Uh, whether or not any of that new Silent Hill stuff is good, I don't know that it will be. <laughs> like I feel like the bar is pretty low on on any of that, but maybe and and could be kind of cool. And so yeah. Yeah, I I I even Jennifer has said in the last week, like, can they not make new stuff anymore? Like, I'm I'm excited for a new uh Silent Hill uh Yes. I, in, in in the series. Uh, like I, I I'm excited, but but I, to be honest, I haven't played the last three. Right. So <laughs> you know. Yes. Yeah, uh that that's fair. Um, really quickly, just a couple other things I had mentioned uh, to throw in here. Uh, one, I don't think I did mention. Uh, Stadia is officially 
dead or not dead yet, yep. but dying and will be dead. And so that happened a while back. Uh, just to, to mention that here, kind of sad, kind of makes sense. Like there's other better streaming services out there. Stadia just didn't do what it needed to do. And it had lots of issues why it didn't do that. Uh, but streaming is becoming such a thing. And, and especially with Xbox doing game pass with the cloud uh, option, like, yeah, they didn't really have a chance. Uh, Meta is releasing a new quest headset. It's the quest pro. Hey, uh, Dove! Dove! <laughs> yeah, no joke. Because the thing is 1500 bucks. So, uh, Duff, <laughs> that's, uh, that's all you, my friend. Uh, 1500 bucks. It is a standalone headset. So, this is different than the other high-end headsets, which still require a PC. This one will be standalone, though I'm sure we'll have its, you know, uh, ability to link with the PC yeah. and, and do all that yeah. kind of stuff like the the Quest 2 can. But it's going to be a much, much higher functioning, obviously, uh, uh, headset, as you would hope for $1,500, which uh, Zuckerberg and, and Meta is saying will be the true uh, uh, intro into the metaverse. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that to look. So, okay. And people around what I do have been talking about this new headset for a month. And because I actually work in the metaverse, I like I have for several years. Yes, it, it has existed for a long time. No Zuckerberg didn't invent it. Sorry. <laughs> um so people have been talking about this headset. We're not paying for it. I don't know anybody in the the environments that I that I work in that are interested in paying for it. I I like I don't know who's gonna pay for this. Like if Doug buys us one, we love you, buddy. If you buy us one, we'll be really happy. But like there's no reason to buy this thing at this point. Like, I don't care what content they've got. There's no reason to buy a $1,500 headset at this point. Yeah. yeah There's I'm, just I'm, not. I'm with you there. And and the, like, <laughs> the vision of the metaverse, which, again, is something that, like, from our, like, science fiction-loving youth is so freaking cool. But in, like, 2022 reality is kind of cheesy and gimmicky. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I... I, in my life, in my world, and what I do, don't have a need to like exist in virtual like and, and, worlds with other people. I don't want to exist in real world with other people on a regular basis. And can like, I tell? Just, can I tell you? I shouldn't say this out loud, but I work on multiple projects where they're they're running into this, and I'm trying to tell them like normal people don't need this. Yeah, like they don't want. They don't. Even on even on a desktop, they don't want 3D. We don't we don't understand why they don't want it. We don't understand why they don't use it because it's a great way to meet. But that that's what I've come to in the last six months. I've I've kind of turned into a consultant, like with all these different projects that they're like, why are people coming to our stuff? And and the answer is because. They can get almost everything they need, whether it's watching a concert or 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 and interacting in chat during the concert on another platform 
like Facebook or YouTube or or Fortnite. Or, like we even uh, got yeah. the 3D worlds. It's I, just I, not I, the immersion. I mean, yeah. I mean, like normal people don't want this. Yeah. And 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 the 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 people that are the people that are playing. I'm glad you mentioned Fortnite because the people that are playing Fortnite are not the people that Zuckerberg is trying to reach. They're the kids of the people that Zuckerberg <laughs> is trying to reach. Right, like, exactly. That that's what they are, and yeah. that's why Fortnite is successful. And so I, I say all of this to say that everybody that works in a 3D environment is currently trying to figure out why can't we get people to come use this? Yeah. And 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 what I have told them for the last several months is because normal people don't need it. They have no use for it. Yeah. Like I've basically told them we're 25 years ahead of the curve, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and, and it, it's, I, I, I wish Zuckerberg would figure it out because if you're going to spend a billion dollars on something, it needs to be something better than this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, and I love the fact that the tech is, is evolving. Like that's an important right. uh, element. Um, but, uh, Can, we need to get to, uh, to a point where it's practical for people and doesn't cost $1,500. I know little girl is coming, but I just have to say, can we be clear? It's kind of like streaming and games. We told you five years ago, streaming is coming and it's here. So is the metaverse. Yeah. So is the 3D, so is the Avatar, so is all of it. It's all coming. We're, we're just way ahead. For sure. I'm going to go open a door real quick. Yes. I know this little girl. <laughs> I know this little girl. <laughs> Why are you going to come in here and hide? Here, Why are you I hiding? So we can talk about some games. We're going to talk about video games. So real quick, go back to show notes, uh, trailers for the new Mario movie. Uh, oh, yeah, the, Mario. We'll, we'll talk about Mario here in just a second. Uh, somebody's going to be excited about that. Uh, and trailer for uh, The Last of Us TV show, which uh, looks really killer. Uh, Mario movie is what it is, uh, but will be a big, big hit in this household. <laughs> so, But The Last of Us TV show looks great. Uh, releases, uh, the big thing is uh, Persona 5 uh, Royal is now out on multi-platforms, including Game Pass. So oh, uh, that's nice. a big deal. A 93 uh, uh, meta score on the PlayStation 5 right now. So, uh, And Gotham Knights is out, if that's your thing. Uh, again, not doing yeah. so great. Yeah. So, Genevieve's here making funny faces on the video. I will say again, if you're not watching us on video... <laughs> <laughs> You're about to miss the best part of the show. Right. Uh, Jimmy's mom is also in the building. I, I saw her sneak in back there. Yeah, she picked uh, so up momentarily. The, the sexy sidekick is lurking around, but I know Jimmy has been playing games. So, Jimmy, tell us what you've been playing. What game have you played? Mario Kart. <laughs> Mario Kart? Do you like Mario, Mario Kart? Yes, of course. Of course. What do you like to do on Mario Kart? Play games. Yeah. Oh, I well, the game I really like is Animal Crossing. Oh, you like Animal Crossing too? Yeah. 
So, so I I have a question. Do you do, do you allow her to win on Mario Kart, Dad? No. Uh, which is uh, a topic of, of contention around here. I already saying set, set. Yeah, I do say that sometimes. Yeah. Um, so does. one of the nice things about Mario Kart is it has some good accessibility features. Uh, yes. So there's like auto acceleration and she can steer like motion control steer, which is really nice. And so right. She can be cool. competitive, but uh, she doesn't get to win. Uh, the sexy sidekick is more competitive. Uh, she does beat me every once in a while, uh, which makes it fun. And so, but we have yeah. had like family game night on a pretty regular basis where we uh, fire up Mario Kart and the three of us play some Mario Kart, and it has been uh, pretty fantastic. It's it's to the point now, like that she's like legit able to hang, like is, is able to to keep up and and and. and Mama always wins, and Daddy always wins, but I know. Yeah, sometimes you're, you're doing better, aren't you? You're gonna get there. I had to. Really I had to mention that I should have mentioned this earlier. I should have okayed this, but you guys had a big day in your house in the last week. Uh, you 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 got a family day every year that you do, and so I'm glad to hear that it, it involves gaming. Yes, uh, gaming yes. is now officially a part uh, of our our family yeah. celebration. So. Yeah, and and we have the yellow submarine lunchbox, <laughs> which I love. My uh, my Beatles uh, themed office here. She's finding yes, uh, our, yes. our knickknacks around it. So yes, uh, also uh, spin playing some Animal Crossing, which she enjoys. Yes, walking around I, talking I, to I, random I, villagers. Let me let me just say that we've been talking about her playing Animal Crossing for a while, but that's the first time I've ever heard her say the name of it. Instead of the island, which I, yes. I think I think that's an upgrade. Okay, that's yeah. a definite upgrade. Yes, for so. sure. So, uh, and we're about to fire up Smash Brothers. We haven't done that one yet, but that's the next one on the queue. Boy. That and Mario Party are coming, so uh, that's uh, that's where we're going next. Did we mention we love Nintendo, and this is why? Yes, I have played more Nintendo gaming over the past uh, month (laughs) than anything else, uh, even Cyberpunk included, probably because Nintendo does this stuff really well. So, do love some Nintendo. Yeah, that's a big tooth. She also lost a tooth. I don't know. Yeah, I'm seeing that. I didn't want to say anything. I think last time we did a show, so it's officially gone. There's a whole new tooth already there. Let me ask you something, Genevieve. How much did you make from the tooth fairy? One golden dollar. <laughs> One golden dollar. Yep. W- what's a golden dollar worth? Somebody help me, Dad. Coin. Yeah. A gold coin is worth a dollar, huh? Oh, nice. That's a good call. Nice. That's a responsibility right there. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Yeah. Well, Genevieve, I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you're playing games. Do you remember how we closed this show? Do you remember how to end the show? What do we say? I saw with you. What? I saw with you. <laughs> nope. That's from church. Say. <laughs> and also say, with you. Say. We're, <laughs> say. We're gaming uncensored. And yeah. we're out. Oh, yeah. Can you say that? No. Nah. Okay.
Would you like to submit a segment for the show? Send it to gaminguncensored at gmail.com. And don't worry, we'll play just about anything. Gaming Uncensored. <laughs>